0: Well, hello again and welcome to another episode of the Hyperion Adventures podcast. I'm Tom. As always, I'm with my wonderful, intelligent, <laughs> gorgeous, very hardworking run disney and disneyland what love and wife and co-host michelle well thank you sweetie hi everybody so good to have you with us we are recording this episode on friday january 19th 2024 and it is dropping on sunday january 21st 2024 why are we recording on a friday night michelle why do tell We are recording on a Friday night because as this episode drops, we will be somewhere in the Walt Disney World Resort. Yeah.
1: Looking forward to that. Yeah. Some fun ahead.
0: We got some good stuff planned, checking out a little bit of the Festival of the Arts, maybe a little Disney on
1: Broadway. Maybe.
0: I hope. Good stuff ahead. I think
1: that's pretty solid, right?
0: better be because (laughs) hashtag real men love Frozen. (laughs) Uh, but we'll get to that a little later. Thank you for joining us today. In the future, you'll find us most everywhere you get podcasts. However, the very best place to find us is on our own website, Podcast.com. Also, we are on social media. We are on Twitter, X, Twitter X. at Hyperion Podcast, Facebook, Instagram, and threads at Hyperion Adventures Podcast. If you are on Facebook, come on over and join us for some good, positive Disney energy fun on our Hyperion Adventures Facebook group. Also, we're on YouTube. If you want to find us there, we're at Hyperion Adventures Podcast. And if you ever want to contact us for any reason, please hit us up at our Gmail
1: account, Podcast at gmail.com. And if you haven't already subscribed to our newsletter, we'd like to invite you to do that. I do want to send out a shout out apology. I, I know I promised a special link to our subscribers. And I thought of it just after I sent out the newsletter this week, I didn't want to clutter anybody's mailbox with a second repeat of the very same uh, newsletter. So it's already queued up and ready to go for the next week's newsletter.
0: Okay, so you're just gonna have to wait just one more week to get that link, but uh, it'll be there for you. I'll make sure I'll get on her. It's I'll make there. Sure she gets it's already
1: her, in the content. It's ready to go. It's ready already. to go.
0: <laughs> and I guess if you want it earlier, you could always send us a Gmail, send a request sure. to our Gmail account and we could send it earlier. Right, but if right. you don't mind waiting so, for a week, Exactly. Well, we will handle it that way. And I'm sure everybody appreciates not cluttering up there. Right. Yeah. You know, everybody has enough clutter in their email. We don't need to double dip on right. the a newsletter this week. That's yeah, for sure. That's, I get it.
1: Just as it oh
0: dope oh, so many times I've done that I totally understand I totally understand now before we move on to this week's show you know we always take to like to pause and take a look back at the week that was because this is the Disney podcast of positivity and we like to focus on those positive moments every week including. The best stuff from the week that was. We call it my favorite thing from this week. And when we do this, we always start with Michelle because she's amazing. She's fantastic. <laughs> she's gorgeous and she's spectacular. Oh, she always does the best research. You hear that week in and week out. She always has the best list. You hear that often as well. One thing's for certain. She always has the best my favorite thing from this week. So Michelle, what was your favorite thing from
1: this week? All right. So my favorite thing of this week. Was actually how we were honored and invited to participate in someone else's podcast. Uh, Is it called a podcast? Uh, It is a podcast, it's a YouTube show and a podcast, yes. Um, So that is with Justin and Steffers, was there to do the Passholder Lounge podcast.
0: Yeah, uh, Justin and Steffers um, and, and Landon, although Landon was in, so he right. couldn't make the show, unfortunately. <laughs> but uh, they uh, kindly invited us to join them on the Passholder Lounge and talk a little bit about our Disneyland trip. So yeah. um, obviously you're going to hear a lot about that today and last week, but we did talk a little bit with them as well about that
1: and a few other things. Yeah, so it was fun. It was fun having that live dialogue with them. Yeah.
0: And that was my favorite thing from this week as well. It was Ooh. good. I, I always like connecting with Justin, you right. know. He's a he's a dear friend of ours. And I love connecting with him. We don't connect with Steffers enough. So that exactly. was a nice uh, treat yes. as well to be able to talk with her. So um, it was just a really, really fun time. And we hope you check it out.
1: Yeah, you definitely need to check it out.
0: Yeah. And we may be we're making the rounds. We mm-hmm. may be making another appearance on another friend's show this coming week. Yeah. We'll give you all the details on that once that occurs as well. So that might be our favorite thing from next week. That's right. We'll
1: That's right. We'll see. But yeah, again, check out Passholder Lawn. La- Passholder Lounge podcast, not just the the one we are on, but other ones as well. And
0: on YouTube. He only does it like once a month. And Of course, they they also do the the, uh, Monday morning monorail, which is a weekly weekly. Mm -hmm. um, show. Uh, But the Passholder Lounge is once a month. But check it out. It's a lot of fun. Yeah, for sure. Um, We did get another one from one of our listeners. Tony, the Disney dad had a Mm -hmm. my favorite thing from this week. He said, best thing this week for me besides listening to your episode this week, was, and he showed a picture on, Mm -hmm. it was on our Facebook group, Um, it was a picture of this shadow box set up with a bunch of old Disney tickets, real Disney tickets that uh, one of his uh, best friends had uh, presented to him as a gift, and that's really, really nice. It was really, really cool. Yeah.
1: First of all, it looked beautiful, but yeah, love looking at those tickets, so nostalgic and it's so fun um, seeing those, but the, the actual tickets of having, and th- there were different ones there. So that was really cool and very cute. Yeah. But, and some some photos too. Yeah. It was really, photos. it was really nicely was very uh, touching. Yeah,
0: displayed and set up. It was, uh, it had to have taken a lot of work and effort. Right. To, uh, to get that thing together. And it was really cool. Yes. So, Thank you for sharing that with us, Tony. I yeah, appreciate too. it. Tony, if you want to find it, it's on our Facebook group. I think he's posted it on some other of his mm-hmm. social media accounts as well. It's really cool. You should check it out at some point. Now, on to this week's show. We have lots of stuff for you this week, including we learned a lot more details about the new DVC cabins at Fort Wilderness, mm-hmm. including why we now may have to add <laughs> to our points in the very near future. Oh, we'll tell you yes. all about that. Yes. <laughs> Even though we were saying we're never going to add any more points.
1: We don't need Ah. any more points. Ah.
0: Ah. We'll see. (laughs) Uh, Also, we receive more glimpses into what to expect when Tiana's Bayou Adventure debuts. And an Imagineer receives an incredible honor. We'll tell you who that was and what that's about as well. But that's later. Let's go ahead and get to our very Disneyland run Disney main topic of the week. So, as we told you last week, there was no way we were going to cram our entire trip out to Disneyland in Southern California into one episode, as it was. It was a long episode, and we only basically talked about two and a (laughs) half days last week.
1: Right. Well, I mean, especially, too, since we went to the parks four different days, plus, like you said, a run and other things, so to be expected. It was
0: way too much to try and fit into one episode. Like I said last week, it was either going to be this ridiculously long (laughs) episode or we're going to have to split it into two. And so that's what we decided to do. So we're going to go through uh, the rest of the week here. Um, There'll be a couple days we hit just quickly because it really wasn't much that I think would have you all excited. Um, (laughs) But we did have a lot of fun out there. So we left off after our Monday Uh, trip to the studios, the Walt Disney Studios in Burbank last week. So we'll pick it up on Tuesday. And again, that's one of those days, nothing super exciting. We kind of took a day slow because it was, we've been very busy traveling and getting stuff done the
1: first few days. But we did go to the LA farmer's market for lunch and to peruse around, which was a lot of fun. Right. I mean, originally that was supposed to be another day with family and friends in San Diego and some things happened that and so instead we we pivoted and went to the farmers market and to a really adorable french restaurant yes so if
0: you don't know what the la farmers market is it's this it's a place that's been around since gosh the early 1900s mm-hmm. i believe i don't sorry i don't i should have probably looked up the date here in front of me but it's been around for over a 100 years um and they you know they just have it, it it's a it's a it's not like a farmer's market that they put in the middle of the street right. once a week. It's a permanent place that they do have all sorts of different produce and meats and everything. But they also have a little shop selling things. They have um, little restaurants, right. you know, that you can either uh, get counter service or table service. Uh, it's just a fun little place, unique place to kind of walk through, spend a a couple hours in the afternoon.
1: right. yeah, so you can either you can either be picking up, like Tom said, there are some some produce and things there that you can pick up to make meals with uh, or restaurants and there's a lot of vendors with you know, some more unique things and um, some great, different food things to try at their locations as yeah. well. I highly
0: recommend if you visit Southern California, you're just looking for something to kill a couple hours and you're in and around the LA main part of LA area, Hollywood area, um, that you go ahead and, and take a jaunt over there and check it out because it is, a, it is a cool place to just, you know, get some food, get some snacks, We picked up some toffee right. and we were there. It was really nice. It was
1: I, I think if you're kind of used to in, um, Seattle, their um, yeah, Pike's Place Pike's Market Place is a market little market like sort of on that concept. Manual Hall, um, right.
0: Boston, a mm-hmm. little bit on that kind of similar vein. Right. Um, those are, I think are a little larger than what this mm-hmm. is, but mm-hmm.
1: kind of the same concept, right yeah. Um,
0: this being more outdoors than either of those right. two, but yeah. just trying
1: to give some perspective for people right. who may know these other That's locations. A good call.
0: So we did that, and then we went and hung out with some of our family that we hadn't seen much of yet. We had and some nice wine and some uh, little cheese mm-hmm. and some um, some ediname and just kind of had a good conversation yeah. with them for a little bit. And then we connected with the rest of our family at a restaurant in town right. uh, for a nice
1: dinner, which was uh, really lovely. and It was just great to connect with everybody for that extra time. Exactly. Just getting, you know, Everybody together was just so wonderful. Yeah, um, and that's really what a yeah. big
0: part of what we wanted this trip to be. So right. that was our Tuesday. Nothing super exciting, but it was really fun for us. Wednesday, well, it's back to Disneyland. <laughs> um, first thing in the morning, got up, got our stuff together. We had so much stuff. Got our <laughs> stuff, to, way too much stuff. I know. But got all our stuff together, and we came home with way more stuff than we've <laughs> left with. We're here so which we, you know, well, that's what happens sometimes on yes. these trips. Um, headed out there and parked at the Disneyland hotel, which we will talk about in a little bit. Um, but headed straight over to where we had our park reservation for the day, which was Disney California adventure
1: park. Right. Since we had already done Disneyland, even though it was holiday themed, uh, earlier in the week, we thought, all right, time to to check out the other park and get to see things that we haven't seen and loved for so long. And, and, especially things like Avengers Campus that you just can't can't do over in Disney World.
0: Yep. So uh, yeah, Avengers Campus, Cars Land, mm-hmm. um, the things that we didn't get, we, we miss very right. dearly right. Um, from that park. And something new that's, I mean, it's not really new, but it's new-ish. We got to check out the new layout for San Francisco, where yes. the Pacific Wharf used to be. Now it's all Big Hero Six, very San Francisco. What did you think about the, the the new additions and decorations and everything for that area?
1: I thought the color schemes and and the theming of it they were spot on and really made you feel immersed into that uh, theming from that film, Big Hero um, Six. Six. Thank you, <laughs> brain dead here. Um, so that was really cool to see that. Uh, it it I don't know that. Um, there was as huge differences as maybe my mind had first thought that I felt a need to try so many different food items there, but it's kind of hard to do that when you're also know you have reservations that you're going to have some lobster nachos That's over true. at Lamplight Lounge. So, but they you know so they do still have the same you know types of restaurants, but they they have added some twists and some uh, more fusion of the of the menu items so they did look great mm-hmm. and unfortunately we just didn't have the ability to to eat that much food,
0: yeah, uh, it's mostly what it was before, but with some added decoration mm-hmm. to it. Obviously, they've made the the bridge walk over there and right. added some adornments to that to make it the San Francisco. It's like their version of the Golden Gate Bridge. Right. From out of that, it looks. I think actually think it looks spectacular. It does. Um a lot of interesting artwork and everything more plastered on the wharf side. And all the wharf. the restaurants are mostly still the same with mm-hmm. a few changes to their menus, um, but it. I I liked it. I mean, it wasn't, it's not anything that's going to be like, Oh, I can't wait to get to Disney California adventure to go to San Francisco. Right.
1: Right. But I liked
0: what I saw from the changes they made to that spot.
1: Right. And I liked that some of the things that they did keep, Mm -hmm. you know, like with the, uh, the tour of the sourdough bread factory Mm -hmm. and things like that. So, um, I I liked it. And like you said, I think you captured that well. It's not something that necessarily is the main draw, but certainly something enjoyable.
0: Yeah. And we did. uh, We walked by where they the photos with uh, the meet and greet with Baymax and Hero happened often. And we walked by there three or four times within the couple of days we (laughs) were there. Never saw them. I I mean, I know they were out there because there were people lined up. Right. But it seems like every time. They needed to go back to, you know, use the facilities or whatever right. was when we went by there. I know, so we never just... really got to experience that that meet and greet.
1: Right. It was so funny how our timing was always, you know, <laughs> off to be able to see it, that. It was pretty funny. Yeah.
0: Uh, it was pretty funny. Um, we started the morning by, we noticed that the line wasn't very long for web slingers. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's where we went, Spider-Man web slingers and... Um, for the first time in forever, <laughs> I actually beat Michelle mm. that morning mm. in that. You did. I did. Yeah. It was amazing. <laughs> It'll never happen again, but it, it was, was amazing. It was very close, but it was you close. did beat
1: me. She was
0: off her game that morning. Yes. I um,
1: needed more. <laughs> something <laughs> we did
0: go over to Pim's kitchen picked up a little breakfast because we were a little hungry nothing super exciting um, yeah I but, think actually it was lunchtime oh yeah I that's bad. right we were a little bit late for breakfast right. but we did grab some lunch um what did I get it wasn't anything super big um oh I know I got the the Pim Nini right sandwich. not the big one uh the little Pim Nini and it was good I yeah. liked that a
1: lot yes and I had gotten the um the pasta that has oh yeah the, the tiny pasta but the giant meatball, meatball. <laughs> yeah impossible meatball impossible meatball uh, both
0: were good i yeah. uh, really enjoyed them um, so we that was our good bite for us we, we did have some late lunch uh, reservations mm-hmm. as michelle mentioned but we weren't there yet so we needed to get a bite to eat uh, so we walked around, checked things out, of course, walked through Cars Land, did some of their attractions and it was just a nice day walking through Disney California Adventure Park. It's kind of our, it's, kinda, it's so funny because it, to me it's a little bit like if Epcot and Hollywood Studios from Walt Disney World had a baby. Right. It's kind of what, <laughs> yes, you know, agreed. California Adventure Park. It's kind of got some of the thrill rides that you think of um, that you, you will find at a place mm-hmm. like the studios. But it's also got that casual walk-around feel. Right, right. Um, that You can really see some things people watch, sit and enjoy um, that you get out of Epcot.
1: Right. It does definitely have that environment, too, if you want to sit and people watch. And they have some really great places there. Like some areas even have couches mm-hmm. and things like that. So it is really set up to be able to offer that for people who do want to you- Just do that.
0: Plus, one of the most underrated things you can do at Disney California Adventure Park is just sit there at Avengers Campus and -hmm. watch the people and watch all the different superheroes come and interact with people throughout the day. Because talk about a place where there's walk around characters. That is
1: one place. Definitely. And it's, it's fairly, I I don't want to say continuous. But it's pretty close. It's yeah. it's you know you don't usually have to wait too long before somebody else is out there. Yeah. They have
0: scheduled shows throughout mm-hmm. the day where uh, characters will make their appearances. But they're all. It's like you turn your head and you're like, oh, there's Doctor Strange. Oh, there's right. Miss Marvel. Yes. You know, oh, there's Black Widow. Oh, there's Captain America. They're all. It's all over the place. Right. Right.
1: Yeah. It's Ms. really Marvel
0: was cool. really chatty
1: with you there. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yes. There's, she's fantastic she's so fun uh she was it was it was yeah we were one of the first people like when she walked out i don't think everybody had noticed her yet right um so we were some of the first people that went over to her and you're like oh let me get a
1: picture with you and like she just chatted me up i know i know i was like do i take a picture yet they're just talking and talking and and talking and and she's still talking (laughs) it was so cute and so funny
0: I think we discussed that there needs to be a Miss Marvel, the musical. I think that was what we decided it was going to go in the gotcha. uh, Hyperion Theater next. Right. I think that's what we came to the conclusion. Gotcha. So,
1: makes sense. Yes, makes sense. For sure. But...
0: For sure. She didn't like my choice of favorite superhero, though. She was okay with it, but she, I said I said Captain America. Mm. And she said, mm. you picked the wrong captain, which makes sense. She's Miss Marvel. right? And of course, exactly. Captain Marvel is her favorite, so that's that totally right. makes sense. Yeah.
1: But, uh, yeah. No, that... It, that place is just phenomenal and it's great. That yeah. you know. And can never get enough of watching Spider Man jump oh, and yeah. leap. Yes. Oh, my God. It's just always so amazing to look at that show. We even caught it over
0: from Cars when we were in Cars Land. We're like, oh,
1: there he goes. Yeah. It's (laughs) It's great.
0: Uh, Finally, our time did come for our lamp light lounge lunch, which was good because it was chilly. We needed to get inside (laughs) because as we talked about last week, it was pretty chilly out there all week. Now, I know everybody out there in most of the country it's nothing for all of you, but we're wimps. It, admittedly wimps. We will <laughs> totally confess to that. Um, we were cold exactly. for a lot of this trip. Yeah.
1: yeah. I mean, even wearing multiple layers and everything, it was it was still pretty, pretty darn chilly.
0: Um, so back to the Lamplight Lounge finally to get those lobster nachos and a couple cocktails. Mm-hmm. What were your thoughts on getting back there for that for the first time in a long time?
1: It was great. I mean... First of all, those nachos are always killer. They are so delicious. Um, and trying different, that you know, they have changed up the menu a little bit. So trying some different cocktails. There were other dishes we could have tried too, but I think we both had our our sights set on the, the those <laughs> no. nachos. So it was glad. So I was glad that that they still have that. Um, and I was, I was also noticing that. Of course, that was like you said on the inside in the restaurant portion, and then they have obviously the lamplight lounge. I think they call it the boardwalk. Oh, again, my brain is just fried. Today. Yeah,
0: there's a there's a place where you actually have to make reservations. You can walk up sometimes get on the wait list there. Um, that's just down below and underneath, and then there's a walk up wait list area that's up above, right. elevated, uh that kind of overlooks where Pixar Pier is. Exactly.
1: But, yeah. yeah. So, and they actually have. Um, some variations in their menus, So they're not identical. So, you know, they're, you're looking, they both have the nachos. So right. that's a good thing. But if there's something in particular you're looking for, be sure you're checking out which, which location. Right. You if you
0: want more of a full dinner or lunch or, you know, mm-hmm. breakfast uh, with entrees and et cetera, then that's more the Lamplight Lounge. The other place is right. more like small plates, shareable stuff. Right. right yeah. Not that you can't get that at the, um, the reservation version of the Lamplight Lounge, but it's, it's yeah you can't get different.
1: but there are some things you can't get that right they but don't you can't get them both right. yeah, yeah.
0: The, the, there are things that aren't are separate on their memories right. as michelle said yes. yes but
1: yeah it was it was really great to be back there the decor is just so so lovely and wonderful with all the different pixar themes that especially along the walls and then the restroom it's just cute yep it's great love the lamplight lounge
0: yeah So once we got done with that, we walked around California Adventure a little bit more, explored, did a couple attractions. And then, you know, it was time. Hey, our hotel room was ready and we Mm -hmm. couldn't be more excited to check out the new villas at Disneyland Hotel. Brand new, built, uh, opened up just a few months ago. So we decided this was a good time to hightail it back and go check out our hotel. What were your instant thoughts as we got into that resort?
1: It was wow. Wow. My instant thought was, wow. First of all, when you're walking up the pathway to that tower, they actually have pixie dust sprinkled into the sidewalk, and it's really cute. And um, as somebody had pointed out to us, in the daytime maybe it looks a little clunky, although I didn't think so. I thought it looked great. But at nighttime, how it catches some of the ambient light around there really looks spectacular. Um, And then going in and seeing that lobby in there. Now, this is not like a a lobby, like a check-in lobby. That's the regular part of the hotel. This is just a lobby for that tower, for the DVC tower. And it's very spacious and open. Amazingly beautiful, huge murals on the wall. They have like a little... I don't know what do you call it a den or yeah, some area. They have some tables. It's like a community space, right? Yeah. But don't think of it like if you're used to the DVCs community halls. It's not like that. This is more. This actually looks more business like. So it has some desk areas and some tables. We saw and a chairs. lot of people actually working out of right. there. Like they had their laptops out there and exactly. It looked like
0: they were doing some work from
1: home or right. we're supposed to be home but i'm on vacation in <laughs> right Disneyland, yeah so i mean definitely a, a great place like tom saying if you do have to do some work and let's say you know the kids are in the room and either napping or, or playing loud games or whatever and you want that that quiet area you definitely have that opportunity there um we were greeted by a DVC representative who was very gracious and welcoming us back home and everything and um, then taking the elevators, which the elevators are the best elevators in any <laughs> building I've ever been to. You don't have to wait very long for those elevators. They are so amazing. It's like, you know, some places you're sitting there, when is the elevator coming? And no, that's not the case here. Fast, no matter whether you're doing it from the lobby or from your the floor that you're you're staying on. Yeah.
0: That's it. We're selling the elevators.
1: Selling the elevators. But that's not all. You get up in, into the going into the area. Everything, like I said, is very vibrant colors. Um, a lot of great theming. You see artwork everywhere that you're going. And then into the room, it is such a spectacular. I mean, the layout for DVC, there's some similarities in there. But just the details to the artwork and the color and lighting is just great.
0: Yeah, I don't remember if we brought it up last episode, but when we did the uh, the, the animation studios tour, um, they mentioned to us, because we told them that mm-hmm. that's where we were going to be staying when we go to Disneyland again, when we went back. Right? Um, they said that they worked hand in hand with Disney Imagineering and right. the people at DVC um, to bring a lot of the animation, a lot of the artwork right. uh, to that resort. And it's everywhere. You see a lot of it. You see a lot of um, interesting um, kind of backdrops the um the set pieces from a lot of the various different right. um films and you know they, they 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 focus mostly on princess and the frog mm-hmm. sleeping beauty and fantasia there so right. you get a lot of that there are some other characters and stuff especially in the murals that you see uh but a lot of that is uh how what you'll find in the hallways etc and definitely in the rooms Perhaps. when you were yes. there we uh, we had a
1: princess and the frog room which mm-hmm. was stunning and beautiful. Oh my gosh, yes. I mean, from when you first get in the room, you know, murals on the wall, and then over the headboard of the bed, which also lights up, you know, and then you have the um, sitting area, which is the couch and a little foot table, and a pull down Murphy bed. I guess, I think they call it something else, but mm-hmm. it's that kind of style. Um, and so artwork behind that as well, uh, touches throughout the whole room, like the, and I'm sure a lot of people have probably seen some of these pictures because they've been in social media, but like in, in the in the um, bathroom in the vanity, there's, you know, engravement to correlate with the theme and how it lights and pulls up the, the backlighting of mm-hmm. the, in the room as well. And just a lot of color, a lot of vivid color, which, you know, I have always felt with some of the DVC rooms that sometimes they're more subtle in their decor and bringing in the theming. This one
0: is wow. Right. But not so much that it's like, it's,
1: it's it's, not loud. Yeah. It's,
0: it's, it's there. Right. You definitely know it. um, But it's not smacking you in the face. Like there's a backdrop behind the television that is very, it's inspired, it's very subtly Mary Blair mm-hmm. and very subtly Princess and the Frog. You can pick out all those right. pieces in it. It's really kind of cool. There's, there is a lot of modernized Mary Blair right. um, through that resort as well, I think.
1: Yeah, that it, it's, it's all white, that piece. And um, think of it as like imprint. On tile or something like that and it's just indentations with different designs and theming that like Tom says it'll it'll definitely make you think of Mary Blair's theming in an art style um, but if you're looking to at some of the images that are imprinted in this piece of art it's also very much themed with mm-hmm. whichever room you have and we had as Tom mentioned Princess and the Frog yeah
0: uh, what we had was a deluxe studio preferred uh, view mm-hmm. um which had a really nice view of the kind of the inner courtyard area and the pool um in the middle of the Disneyland hotel area. Right. So if you don't if you've never been to the Disneyland Hotel, there's four towers now. There used right. to be three. Like um, a, you. there was the Fantasia Tower um or excuse me the Fantasy Tower. The Adventure Tower and the Frontier, Frontier. Tower, mm-hmm. and that kind of made a, a C almost. Right. And now they closed it up to make it a an O. Right. Um, <laughs> square or, D or whatever a square. Yes. Uh, with the a with the new yes. one. Um, and unfortunately, there was a little construction going on at the pool below us, which mm-hmm. was too bad. But right. it wasn't bothersome to us. Right. Um, it just made. I also think I made the entryway a little clunky because mm-hmm. of the right. construction fences and whatever. But it was. It was not a problem really. Um, but we did get a chance to tour some of the other rooms too. We 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 spoke with one of the DVC guides mm-hmm. there, and he's like, "Yeah, you're, we'd be happy to have you on a tour of some of the other rooms." So we did also get to check out um one of the one bedrooms mm-hmm. as well and also one of the uh with the standard views right um the standard view room i thought was just fine and the view was you know wasn't as good as we had right. but um good room uh, good view right um, what did you think
1: yeah i think the same thing especially if you're there for a short stay you probably would be just fine with that view because it, it wasn't like it was an ugly view it just like you said we got to see the pool area that we saw was the one that is the monorail. They call the monorail pool because it's themed with a, you know, some artwork of a monorail. Um, So I'm just glad we had that. But yeah, the the standard view is fine. Now, most of the um, studios do not have balconies. There is an area that is uh, the garden view area, and they do have balconies there. Um, but for the most part, it's with the, um, surprisingly the duo rooms, Right, the which duo you said, studios. every yeah. duo studio. So those are the smaller studios that it you only... really can't fit more than two people. That's right. it. You know, because the bed is also the, that seating area, the couch. And, and so it's much more, much smaller, more compact, um, but they do have balconies. And like I said, the one and two and three bedrooms have balconies as, as well. But the one bedrooms, what did you think?
0: Um, I love the one bedroom. Yeah. I thought it was laid out really, really well. It's, it's one of the better ones we see, mm-hmm. especially more recently as they've been right. doing new things with their one bedrooms. Um, they're back to the two bathrooms, right. which is really oh, nice. But yeah. I mean, just the, the artwork throughout it, the layout, uh, it's it was really making me think the next time we go there we may need to get a one bedroom because it's really, really right. nice. Yeah, yeah, they were
1: they were stunning. I mean a lot of nice details too that elevate how it looked. For example, over the dining room table, you know, there's like a chandelier and it's set in with some really nice ornate features over that as well. Um you know, like you said, the the two bathrooms make it so much more convenient, and you talked about the space. It did seem like the layout, like I and I was mentioning this to the guide, it was similar to what we the Riviera has, but it just seemed more spacious, more efficient use of the space, I guess, or something, but it did seem like it was was larger. Um, So, that was very cool. Now, the balcony is just on one portion, um, so it it's either going to be off the the main bedroom or off of the living room area. Right. But it's it doesn't go. It's kind of like at Bay Lake Tower. It doesn't go all the way across.
0: Right. But it, um, but it's good. Mm-hmm. Um, I love the layout of it. Um, like you said, comparing it to the Riviera's one bedroom. It just feels more open mm-hmm. and interesting and you know one thing when we took the tour um he was telling we were telling him how much we liked it, and he's like you know the thing about this is that this is also the direction we are going in the future this is mm-hmm. what we're trying to do in the future which gave me and he even mentioned the new polynesian tower which i right. know is an eyesore right now but i'm telling you this hotel is gorgeous it's beautiful it's wonderful we yes. were we can't wait to go back there at some point it's may be a while but right. we're excited about it if they approach that with the new polynesian hotel i think most people are going to be very happy
1: right right which makes us happy because it's one of our home resorts too but um but yeah it if that is if they're taking a lot of the features obviously the theming is going to be different but if they're taking the style of room and the design I thought they were great use of space. Yeah. Um, you know, when I talked about the 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 footstool table that they have by the couch, um, what's nice is on one side is actually a tray. So you could be sitting at the couch and, and have something sitting there and not feel like it's going to wobble off because it's just on some kind of upholstered. Which we, upholstered. we did quite often, yes. <laughs> yes. So that's kind of nice that they, they have that. They also do have... This counter area where the TV set is that has um, some small cushion chairs that slide under it that that you could have if you wanted to use that as well as kind of like yeah. a table you could do that um, so it, it gave you some options it
0: gave you more functionality functionality right um, in a space that you know I mean they say it can fit five people mm-hmm. into one of these studios you know and you. It gives more places for right. if you want to sit down and have a, a bite, or if people sit while watching TV and right. getting ready or whatever it might be, there was more space for people to have the ability to do that and not have to sit necessarily on the bed if Right?
1: you don't want Exactly, to. Yeah. exactly.
0: Uh, it was laid out really, really well. I was very impressed. I'm very happy with it. I'm very happy that it's one of our home resorts mm-hmm. now um, on the West Coast and excited to get back at some time in the near future.
1: Yeah, and like, like we said... The fact that that's kind of what DVC is is gearing up for future sites as well makes us really happy. Right.
0: Also, the the pool area we really like the pool area a lot. And they said, and you can see that with the garden villas there that um they are trying to make it feel very like Palm Springs, like right. where Walt enjoyed taking his family during his time away from. Um, the parks and away from the studios and, and whatever. He had a home in right. in Palm Springs. And um, that it was a vacation home. And um, he, they wanted to kind of capture that feel. And I think they did that very effectively.
1: Oh, definitely. You know, and, and nice touches also to, to the company history with the Steamboat Willie mm-hmm. splash pad there, which was adorable. And it looks very black and white because that's what Steamboat Willie was. Um,
0: but interestingly, it's very black and white. And especially during the day, but as it transitions to night, there are some lights that come right. on that kind of transition it to a little more color, which kind of like Mickey Mouse transitioning from black and white to color. Exactly. It's fascinating. Yeah.
1: Speaking of color, and I want to get back to the pool area, to talk a little bit more, but one of the things you pointed out is uh, how they have some portions of the windows in the um, hotel, in the resort that are tinted different colors so especially at night when backlight is coming through you can just see more color if you're looking at the building rather than just all regular building
0: yeah it really makes it it makes it very pretty very picturesque It is. it really is a nice tower they did a really great job top to bottom with that place we are thrilled with it Uh, if you get a chance to get out there and and try it out for yourself um, we think you'll be pleased. It, right. It's really, really nice.
1: Yes. Now they um they do at that pool area. So during the daytime, and I don't know, I didn't see where they posted hours, but I I could tell it was only during um, the main middle part of the day. They do have people who will come around and, and take um, drink and food orders. They have little menus at the different seatings, the lounge chairs and things like that. And it's a it's a small menu, but things you'd expect from a pool bar at that time. But the rest of the time, the regular pool bar has amazingly great food. Yeah,
0: they have this, the, the Palm Breeze Bar and Lounge, um, and it does have full sit-down mm-hmm. service, table service. You can't just go up to the bar and get a drink, mm-hmm. but they also have full table service there and... Um, we took advantage of that on uh, on Thursday night. Uh, my mother oh, had just gotten in, yeah, and we were like, you know what? We're going to bed early to go to do the run Disney. Let's just stay close to the hotel. We'll have dinner here, right? Um, so we can get to bed early, and we really enjoyed it. It was the food was good. Yeah, it was a little chilly. Um, but they had heaters out, um, and it's totally a place that, especially if you're staying there, um, I would hit up again and again for sure.
1: Yeah, definitely, like I said, not what you would think of at a regular pool bar. It had actually really nice dishes um, and unique flavoring there. And obviously, most places now have their own signature drinks and things of cocktail nature and mocktail nature, and they had a lar- large variety of those and it was just really fun to, mm-hmm. to enjoy those. So that
0: was Thursday night. But let's go back to Wednesday night. Speaking of cocktails, mocktails, and yummy food mm-hmm. and something nearby, we decided, you know what? I looked at the old uh, Disneyland app and it's was like, you know what? The wait time for Trader Sam's, which is right there yeah. as well. at The Disneyland Hotel was not that long. So we got in the queue mm-hmm. for that. I think it was, it was a little longer than it said because it was only two people, but I think we had like 30 minutes and then we got called down oh, there. Oh yeah, at and, the most, yeah. Yeah. And uh, we got a nice table there, Trader Sam. We weren't indoors, you know, right. in, in, into the enchanted part right. of it. Right, But we sat outside That it was one of the warmest I've been because we were right next to the heater yeah. and it was like really nice. The tiki torches were lit. Uh, the hotel was great in the background, and we had some yummy cocktails
1: and some great food there at Trader Sam's. Yeah, it's amazing how many tiki torches they have there. I, I had forgotten how just how many. Now they have a setup similar to Walt Disney World, where there's actually a, you know a little bit more space. Um, they have a uh, where we sat was covered, and as Tom mentioned, heaters, and it was right off the building, the main building. But they also have an outdoor seating area with couches and tables with a fireplace out there as well. So there. That's are- not
0: really, that's just more a part of the hotel. That's not really Trader Sam's. It's by Trader Sam's, oh, really? but it's not really part of the hotel. But it is a nice place to sit and sip right. coffee or whatever it might be. Um, just to, yeah, there's a fireplace. Yeah. It's, it's kind of nice. Yeah. yeah.
1: So, but um, it, it was really great. I mean, they did say that we could have gone to the inside, but we'd have to wait longer. <laughs> and we had already decided we were ready to. To chow down. And right. There was a nice table yeah. and great server. I mean, it was amazing. And the drinks, like I said, the drinks were tasty. The food yeah. was good. It was a good time. And you had a, your normal drink, right? Right. Because I had tried something. Yeah, I had the
0: Hippopotamai Thai.
1: Yeah. Which is, it's a winner for me. Right. Thought about getting one of my old standards there, but with with the piranha mm-hmm. and even got the souvenir mug. <laughs> yes, you did. Yes, you did. Uh-huh. <laughs> Too. As I told
0: you, we came back with much more stuff than I we know. left with. You know. But didn't you love it? Didn't it is. You love it's that? great. I love it. And I had no problem with you <laughs> getting it. Absolutely not. And the, I, I tasted your drink. It was good. It, it was, was, a, really, it was good. really good. Yeah. yeah.
1: yeah. It's it's kind of might be building up there to be one of my new favorites. I but mean, we're not going to get that mug every time, right? No, no. Just that one time. Just that one time. Um, and the food was spectacular yeah no it was really a great tasty. time like i said it
0: was the the heater was there and it was going good and i was like the warmest i'd been in a couple of days <laughs> I was i couldn't have been happier to be outside with the tiki torches going mm-hmm. uh eating some good food sipping some good drinks with my sweetheart and oh, uh just you know enjoying the evening it was yeah. really really one of my favorite that was one of my favorite little you know half hour 45 whatever we were there for about right. an hour i guess yeah. about, about times uh during the entire trip just for for simple reasons.
1: Right. Yeah, exactly. It was just, it was stress-free and fun. And like you said, just the two of us date night. That couldn't have been better.
0: So after that, we had packed in a full day. It was time to head into bed. And uh, we decided for Thursday that we were going to take a light day as well. Um, we got in quickly to get into the virtual queue for the Run Disney Expo. Right. And despite, right getting, in, <laughs> despite getting in very quickly at 7 a.m., we were still group 57 right you know, for that so
1: although it initially you know the the expo was going to open at 10 and initially they were expecting our group to be called at 11 yeah 11 ish 11 11 yeah.
0: 30 somewhere around that time it was a little later
1: than that much later than <laughs> that much later but than that's that. okay yeah uh,
0: we got some breakfast we just did again very easy Um, We were able to mobile order from Tangaroa Terrace, which is right Right there there. next to to Trader Sam's. Um, Mobile ordered, went down, picked that up, brought it back to our room, had that that Mm -hmm. because we got ready. Then booked it over to the expo to pick up our bibs and our t-shirts. And it was just good to be back in the expo, Mm
1: -hmm.
0: back at the Disneyland Hotel like it used to be. A little bit different location, but still um, the same. And um, just to have it back. Lots of gear saying the return of the the run Disney to Disneyland.
1: Yeah, definitely. And you could just feel the energy in the room at the expo. Everybody's just so happy. And, you know, you hear different people talking about excited to being going back to the races there. It was was really
0: fun because it's the first time we've stayed. I mean, you know, obviously the expo at Walt Disney world is at the, the ESPN Mm -hmm. center there. Um, the ESPN sports complex. Um, and, you know, it's been went back when it was at Disneyland before. It was at the Disneyland Hotel, but we were never staying at the Disneyland Hotel when right. it was there. This was our first chance to be there while they're having the expo going on. And the energy that was going around throughout the, the area is all the runners are showing mm-hmm. up, picking up all their stuff, getting all their gear, going over. Now, we couldn't never. There's, we weren't getting back into Trader Sam's that day because right. everybody decided to pick up their gear and go to Trader Sam's. Exactly. Uh but it was it was just cool to see all the energy from all the runners there at, at the Disneyland hotel as we were there throughout the day.
1: Right. Yeah, it was it was great. And uh picked up what so we picked up some or I picked up some what do you the headbands. Mhm. And even found a Star Wars themed one which made me excited and uh, Yeah, we got some good man. stuff
0: from the expo. Um we also got to we once we finally around, I don't know, it was one thirty, almost 2 o'clock, finally got into the uh, the merchandise area. The um, Disney
1: merchandise Yes, area. The Run yeah. Disney
0: merchandise area. Yeah. Um, we did pick up some stuff. We got the pins we wanted, which was really important to right. us because uh, for the wine and dime, we got there so late that there were just really none of the pins available yet. Mm-hmm. Unfortunately, they didn't have a couple things in the size for Michelle because she's teeny tiny. <laughs> Uh, so they had nothing. There were some of the shirts that we really liked that she didn't yeah, have. Yeah, even her the size. small seemed very yeah, large. Yeah, um, but we did get some good stuff there. Um, and um, you know, it was a little bit of a madhouse, but it was still it was still fun.
1: Right. Yeah. It was funny. It was one of the few times that mobile checkout was slower than regular checkout right
0: <laughs> so yeah, we couldn't i couldn't connect to complete the order for mobile checkout right when michelle went over and checked she's like you can just walk right up like why, why are we bothering i'm like okay <laughs> right. good
1: Let's i know go. it was between the internet and the, we weren't the only ones i was hearing other people go up to cast members and saying i can't get this to stop just circling <laughs> right. yeah. um and then you know trying to find because they were all very busy, all the cast members who were, you know, verifying your purchases. Yeah, it was just easier to go to the regular cashier. How funny. So, got
0: our gear and, you know, headed back, took it back. Uh, Eventually, uh, later on, my mother showed up. Mm -hmm. It was my birthday that day. Um, So, she came up to join us for the next few days at Disneyland, um, including for my birthday night. And as we mentioned, um, we did have dinner at the Palm Breeze Bar and Lounge there, which was really nice. Yes. Um, But then we called it an early night because we knew we had to get up really, really early in the morning for the race, but that was okay. So we were, we were tired and it was good to get to sleep early. Right. Come Friday morning, really dark and early. We got up and actually had, because of the fact, I think, and you brought this up Mm -hmm. because of the fact that we were transitioning from the East coast to the West coast, getting up that early a little bit easier on the west yeah. coast than it than it has been for these last few east coast races so really didn't have that much problem getting up getting out to the Disneyland 5k
1: right even going to bed early you know it was wasn't that because although we hadn't completely stayed on east coast time we hadn't completely converted to west coast time so it, it, you know we did get to bed rather early and that made getting up early even easier and loved just how close in proximity we were, the fact we didn't have to take a bus or anything, that we could just walk over to the Mm corral.
0: Now, so um, it wasn't the case for the 10K and for the half marathon, the Disneyland 10K Disneyland half marathon. They were in a little bit farther location to get to, at least from where we were. Probably actually a little bit better for where some people were staying Mm -hmm. in their hotels nearby. But a little bit farther for us. But for the Disneyland 5K, it was really great because um, this race was starting right down uh, Main Street, USA. Just past the hub, just past the castle, in between the castle and the Matterhorn. Um couldn't have been a more interesting and fun experience to start the race there with all the energy. Right. It was cold. It was in the forties that morning, yes. but yeah, it was cold, but it didn't really feel as cold as I actually was for many other parts of the day when it was a bit warmer. <laughs> um because of the, all the people around, all the energy. Right. You know, we had put on gear that made sure that we were, you know, dressed warmly mm-hmm. enough and um it it was really good.
1: Yeah, we had brought some we had considered knowing what we were seeing as the as the expected temperatures and things we had already started to figure out how we're going to add some layers to our to our Disney bounding for it but I know it's when we first registered for this you know initially felt like oh good we're going to be at the first one but gee love 10ks you know that just seems to be a sweet spot at least for me I, I don't know about for you Um, but once we were there and seeing that because of it being a 5k, we were able to, um, to start our corral on main street USA and run immediately into the parks, just made it fabulously special. Yeah, it was great. Um, it
0: was just really a nice, um, place to get started. Now, um, in the past, there have been some races that started on Main Street. Not all the Disneyland races started on Main Street, right. USA, not even the 5 Ks. Um, most of them start, used to start at the Disneyland Hotel. That's right. changed now to an opposite side uh, from where the parks are from the Disneyland Hotel. Um, they used to start the Neverland 5 Ks often um, down Main Street, mm-hmm. USA, but it's been um, well, it's been a while it's been since 2017 since the races right. in general, so it was great to have them back. But it's also been a while since we've started a race down Main Street USA, but that yes. was, that gave it a really extra special feel. Yeah. Not, you know, I mean, you know, there's nothing wrong with starting in, you know, the parking lot at Epcot or right, the parking lot right. any place else. but you know, just being right there in the parks right from moment one exactly. was really really cool.
1: Yes, and so they had all of the buildings on Main Street um with the projections on them that related to it being a 5k and being a run Disney event and the music supported that. And it was just, again, the energy there was just so exciting and people were so happy. You could just tell that really, really exciting.
0: Yep. Just exciting to be back at Disneyland doing run Disney back again. First time since November of 2017, uh, right. just very exciting stuff. We had a great time throughout the route. Now I will say that they did When they went through the corrals, a lot of times when you're doing it Walt Disney World, they'll break those corrals up. You know, it's a corral A, B, C, D, whatever. And there'll be portions of each corral that they'll send off at one time. This time, when it was a corral, it was everybody going. So there were a lot of portions, especially early on. Where it was pretty clogged up yes. at times. You were, you may have been moving those arms like you were running, but your feet were walking. Yeah. <laughs> <I know. laughs> um, but that's okay. You know, I really didn't. I wasn't trying to set a PR or anything. Right, we weren't either. Right. There, so it was all fine. It was yes. just you know it was it was kind of funny. It did um, break up a little bit as we got to here and there. Yeah. Uh, California Adventure right. Park, because that has a little bit more wide open spaces to run through. Right. And, um, there it was a little easier to, to when you wanted to run, move it, run it at right. easier pace. But it was great. I loved it. Um, the finish line, which is the first time I've ever seen this happen, the finish line was in the park usually. It right. was someplace uh, outside down, downtown Disney or uh, somewhere down around the Disneyland Hotel. This time, the finish line for this race, that wasn't the case again for the 10K or right. the half. But for this race, uh was in the park. That was cool, too, because yeah. you got to finish up. And people who came in and wanted to cheer you on at the end were right. able to come into the park and cheer you on. Right. That was exactly. a, a bonus, an yep. extra perk as well. Uh, so I really loved it. Very happy Run Disney is back at Disneyland. And can't wait. To, it's going to probably be until 2026, just because we have other things going on until we get to a... Mm-hmm. Uh, run Disney race there again. We, we'll be doing some more run Disney races at Walt Disney World, but there, um, but just very excited that people will have the chance again on the West coast to run through those beautiful
1: parks. Yeah. And it wasn't it amazing how many people actually had signed up for multiple races. <sighs> more and more that's happening. Yeah. It just seemed like I—I I guess I can't say it's the majority, but of people that we talked to, or were standing around, or when we were in line getting our own, you know, bib and stuff like that, it just seemed like so many people had yeah. had planned to, to hit multiple races—two, three races. Yeah, um, for it that used
0: weekend. to be. I mean, it's always been a thing. Well, not always, but for a long time, it's been a thing where there's the challenge, of course. Which right. is there's a challenge for every race weekend. It's usually the the 10 K and the half marathon Mm -hmm. sometimes like for the springtime surprise, um, because the last race is a 10 miler. It's all three races. And of course there's dopey, which is for the, you know, Walt Disney world, which is everything. It's the five K 10 K half marathon and marathon Marathon. Mm -hmm. for all you crazy people that do that (laughs) mad respect for you all. Right. Um, That won't be me, but (laughs) mad respect for you all. Um, But I, I have noticed over the last in recent times that it used to be that you would run the challenge. But you wouldn't add the 5K on to that as well. It's more and more becoming that no, we're running them all. Right, right. It's just kind of our
1: thing. We're just doing them all. Right. And um, uh, again, mad respect to everybody who does that. Exactly. So happy to see Run Disney also made the run very unique throughout the whole course so that there were signs along the way. It looked like the shape, it was artwork, the shape of a bone, but it would have sayings that... Yeah, because it was Pluto-themed. Yeah. Right, right, so sayings that related to characters with that were dogs and things, and, and obviously some of the uh, characters that you could get pictures with if you wanted to stand in those lines there for that um, were all of the canine, generally either that type of character or associated. Right.
0: With. Lots of Disney dogs. We saw Bolt. We saw Doug. Right. Um, they had a, they didn't have, um, oh, I'm sorry, I'm blanking on the name from the dog, Dante, the right. dog from Coco. Um, they didn't have him there, but they had like a statuette where you could pose right. with Dante. Um, they had the, the, the the Disney dog catchers, right. which were the dapper dance, but they were in like dog catcher outfits right. and they were out there singing on the course. You could get a picture. We got a picture with them. Yeah, as that was well. great. That was fun. Um, I loved it. It was great. It's like I said, it's just so great that Run Disney is back at Disneyland. Yeah. it far too long. It's oh, been, I know. It should have happened a couple of years ago. I'm glad right. it's back now, though. Yes. Um, that's so cool.
1: But, you know, um, and, and we talked about this uh, with Justin on the Passholder Lounge, but if you're ever even inclined, especially the 5k, it really doesn't require a ton of of you know work and preparation because you can actually go pretty much at a very fast paced walk. You know, uh, you don't have to make this be the race where you're trying to get your best no time. Absolutely
0: it, not. None no Disney races. I mean if you do get a PR in a Disney race Awesome. I know our, you know, a right. friend Natalie. Right. Um she got a, a PR and that's amazing. Yes. Um but it doesn't necessarily need to be that thing, you know, right. that you do it at Disney race, you know. Set that at at your race that you're around your neighborhood, exactly. you know, your your local race. Uh, this is all about having fun.
1: Right. And and that's exactly what it is. It's just really fun. It's a different way to experience the parks. And you do get to see some backstage areas. I know that we got to see like where the train was stored and where different um, factories were there that were, you know, you would never get to see otherwise. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, lots know? of
0: backstage stuff, um, mm-hmm. but lots, plenty of onstage it was our first time running through Star Wars Galaxy's Edge, and we right. got kind of like we got like a quick dip in, and then another longer dip through, yes. it, which was fun. Right, um, it was great. I loved it. Yeah, I loved that race. I'm so happy it's back. Um, just so much fun. So, after we finally got done with that, got back to our room, showered. Well, you know, we you run. You know, you do all that. You got to go get a good meal. right? And what better place to go get a good meal than the Lamplight Lounge and their brunch there because it is one of our favorites and it did not disappoint once again.
1: Exactly. I think they only have it like Friday through the weekend uh, for brunch, but it it is, you know, obviously because it's brunch, they have some additional menu items there and it really is spectacular to to eat there. Uh, You know, I'm not where I'm vegan 100%, but I do try to tend to, especially when we're traveling. You're not even close to vegan, but no. you do tend to let go for the plant-based options. Right. Yes. Um, but especially when we're traveling and things, and they have some really amazingly delicious dishes there that you can choose from. And of course, we couldn't go without trying out the uh, our favorite... Mimosa, mimosa flight. flight. Yes, yes,
0: absolutely. The mimosa flight. Uh, you got the potato flautas, which mm-hmm. are always one of my favorites. I got the chilaquiles, uh, another one of my favorites. Mm-hmm. Again, all set up breakfast wise. They're so good. Uh, my mother who joined us, okay. uh, she didn't run the race with us, but she did join us uh, for brunch and for the day at Disney California Adventure Park. Um, she got the egg white f- um, frittata, mm-hmm. which she really liked. Yes. She said it was very good. Um, we had a great time, good coffee, good time, good conversation, good food. And it was it was just right out there, you know, right next to um, Pixar Pier. It was, right. It was so fun.
1: Yeah, we had great views of looking around again. we talked about people watching, but just getting to see the sights and sounds mm-hmm. of the park as it's opening up fully.
0: Yeah. yeah. So it was really good. Um, we didn't do a lot of
1: attractions that day. Uh,
0: at Disney, California venture park. I mean, we did, you know, uh, toy story, midway mania. Mm-hmm. Um, we did a couple other right. things, but mostly we just kind of decided with my mom, we're just going to walk around and check things out, stop every once in a while, take a seat and people watch, which is one of our favorite mm-hmm. things to do at Disney. And we just had a great day. We did, um, you know stay and watch we were there at cars land with for one of our favorite times there right. and that is when the sun goes down and it transitions from daytime cars land to nighttime cars right. land we it, even got to do a little cruising that's right which it, was pretty funny which we've never done before exactly. I think that's relatively new uh they play some music and they get ready before they light up and they, they say let her go cruising and you
1: just kind of cruise together <laughs> right. like all group of people. It's not like a conga line, I but know. you know, almost through there and it's, it's pretty so fun. Cute. Yeah. With the song going on, like in the, in the film. And it, you know, if you've never done this before, and I think we have talked about it, but it's where they bring on all the neon, just mm-hmm. like they do in the film where, um, you know, lightning, Sets the uh, little code there, and all yeah. the the lighting the, starts, and and that's kind up. of what happens there. You know, it happens
0: every night at Cars Land, it and yeah. it's it's spectacular. It is it's, that that land is wonderful during the day, and it's even possibly more spectacular right. at night. Yeah. It is really it's really beautiful. Beautiful, one of the best lands there is in any Disney park that we have been to. That's for sure. Right,
1: right. I do think it was one of the times too that we did more. Shows and look and check out more characters at um, Avengers Campus because your mother had never been there before. So we really participated in quite a yeah. few meet and greets and shows, and it was really a lot of fun. Yeah, we saw
0: a lot of the shows uh, at Avengers Campus. We saw the Spider Man show. Right. We saw the Dormelage mm-hmm. come out, and we saw the Doctor Strange show. Right, we really, it was a day for shows, day for entertainment. Right, that's right, for sure. Right. Uh, Speaking of entertainment, after we did Cars Land at night, well, we happened to have a reservation that evening for Carthay Circle, uh, the Carthay Circle Lounge alfresco dining. So a little more casual, not the more formal Carthay Circle. This is more kind of shareable if you want to, but small plates Mm -hmm. and cocktails um, right there, next to a very classic style bar. Right. Uh, if you don't know what the Carthay Circle is, it's 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 themed for uh, what was the original theater uh, in Hollywood where they originally debuted Snow White and right. the Seven Dwarfs. Um, so it's based on that. It's a really nice restaurant. It has a really nice lounge as well with some great food, great drinks. Um, we, but we all had something different and we think we all enjoyed our food Mm -hmm. and we even enjoyed our cocktails even more.
1: Oh, sure. I mean, we we did request an indoor seating area because it was very, very cold. Um, although outdoors, they do have heaters, but we really just, um, felt at that point we wanted to be inside. So we were, and as Tom mentioned, the bar is very classic of the thirties and forties, Of L.A. area, and there is an amazing uh, portrait of Walt right by the bar, but think of very just, you know, all wood and that classic look of this, the 30s and 40s in, in this lounge, and then they, and they had some cocktails that kind of supported that theme, because... Like I tried, it, it, you know, it's not just your regular old gin and tonic. It was a special gin, yeah, and, tonic. Right. gin and tonic. Yeah, it was the botanical gin and tonic. It was really good.
0: I tried it too. I'm not a gin and tonic person mm-hmm. per se, but I sampled yours and I thought it was really good.
1: Right, right. You know, and so it was actually kind of strong and it was good that they brought me more yeah. <laughs> tonic. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, it was. it's it's such a nice ambiance to kind of go back more historical. Yeah. I
0: got a Mai Tai and I was one of my favorite Mai Tais I've gotten on a resort property. Mm-hmm. It was really delicious. Uh, it was good. It was good food. It was a good time. Um, enjoyed it. Yeah, there also uh, there are uh, along with the Walt mm-hmm. uh, uh, photo on by the bar, there are other Walt right. photos throughout it. Um, a lot of pictures of him traveling mm-hmm. with his wife, Lillian. Right um is it's just it's classy it's fun right. it's really enjoyable right and highly recommended exactly so that was it that was our night it'd been a long day we'd been up mm-hmm. since three in the morning or so <laughs> um so we called it an evening and we knew we had a big day on saturday one we needed to get out of our hotel because we were going to disneyland with our family the right. next morning so called it called it a night relatively early Got to bed, got up in the morning, got everything packed up and out of the room, unfortunately, because I love that resort. But it was good because we were going to get to the park and hang out with a huge right. portion of our family. Like we had 12 people right. as a group going through Disneyland that
1: day. Exactly. I think it, sometimes we even went up to 14. Yes. <laughs> some other folks There were that friends enjoyed. that yes. came
0: along with uh, some family members as well. Right. Um, it was It was good. It was fun. Um, this was the first time we'd ever used Genie Plus, right? Um, what did you think of Genie Plus, especially for a group of like twelve?
1: Right, yeah. I actually for that for that larger group, I thought it was it worked very smoothly, you know, and was very helpful for sure. Um, I'm kind of used to the process when I go with Scott with the DOS system, but uh, this like I was kind of concerned with that many people, but it, it did make it easy, even as You know, some people wanted to veer away to do something different from time to time to add and and subtract people from it. Um, It seemed to work. There were some times that we had a little bit of confusion where I think because my app was the one that had everybody. And so sometimes somebody would try to, would book something and it would override something, I guess, that I had done or have a conflict with that. And so... We just had to keep communicating together with what we were doing. That was the main thing is communication
0: because it was such a large group. Mm -hmm. And some people did want to do some other things. Right. You know, so it was making sure that everybody was on the same page as much as possible, which is never easy when you have a group of 12. But I think we accomplished it well. Um, We did have, when we did get a reservation for Ogas, Mm -hmm. um, I think by that point we had nine or 10 of us at that Mm -hmm. point. So Mm -hmm. we did get a reservation for Ogas for 10. Mm Um, which was really nice. We got a booth. We yeah. did share it with a couple people because apparently you can fit like 14 people right. in one of those booths. Who knew? Yeah. Um, but we, and they were wonderful people, run Disney people, and right. they were fun as well. Yeah. Um, but we got some great drinks there, and um, they've, they've upped the menu at Oga's in yes. Disneyland. They had a few more sampleable, our little um, shareable dishes, right. there, which were really good. And I liked them a lot. Yeah.
1: Yeah. But, you know, very snack like, but still, you know, kind of hit the spot right at that moment, especially if you're having, you know, something to drink to have a few bites here and there mm-hmm. and very flavorful. Mm-hmm.
0: So, yep. We tried everything. We did try to, <laughs> and failed miserably. <laughs> we were trying to get Chewbacca mode because I mean, we, it's been the first time in a long time that we would have a group of six. There were two of us. Right. There were 12 people. We had two, two groups of six going into two different I know. Uh, Millennium Falcon smugglers run. We both, both tried failed. to get Chewbacca <laughs> run. And we both, one of us or many of us, made mistakes right. and we've all failed. So it's funny. One thing that we did learn, this may be an interesting tip, mm-hmm. is that the cast member there said that when we fail, they said, You know, if... if what they usually will do is they ask us to help us. So, if you want to do this and you're right. concerned that your group may fail, you may want to ask the cast member to help you out or help you remind right. you of some steps if you do want to do Chewbacca mode. Exactly.
1: Yes. Yeah, so do it as soon as you're getting in and getting your seatbelts on. Yeah. Let them know right away. But
0: uh, that was fun. Um, we, we you know, we, we did a lot of attractions. Mm-hmm. We did first time we did Mickey's and Minnie's Runaway Railway at Disneyland right. and the queue there. Oh. It's one of the first times I've seen a queue at Disneyland top a Walt Disney World queue. It's amazing. It is amazing. There's so many Easter eggs throughout that queue. And we were there early enough that we unfortunately had to actually walk through it pretty quickly. So we didn't get to take it all in as much as maybe if you had a
1: longer wait. Um, But it was really, really fun. And that attraction is always great. Right. It was really interesting in the queue how they featured Mickey and Minnie throughout their Throughout the years, you know, some f- very, very early on, you know, like with Plain Crazy, and 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 it just continued, and it even included Potato Land. <laughs> yes, I love Potato Land. Michelle had to explain to some of our family
0: what Potato Land was all about, uh, right?
1: Which oh, just so hysterical. But when I saw that, I just cracked up. That <laughs>
0: including there's a the, the Potato Mr. Lincoln. That's he right. there? Yes. Yes. For you. So. Great moments with potato. Yes. if you, you
1: haven't has. seen Potato Land in the in the newer Mickey shorts, it's worth seeing. It's mm-hmm. just hysterical and it's fun. How. Um, they the, the company actually kind of laughs at itself yeah. in, in a fun way, and um, it's, good. it's really cute. It was good.
0: Uh, also, we did get to experience, and we actually experienced it twice, but this, we were able to get a good portion of our family up there, to do the DVC Starview Station Member right. Lounge, uh, which is the first time we've got to experience the new member lounge there. Michelle, what did you think of it?
1: I really liked it. I thought, you know, because they have more space, uh, it, it did offer a lot more People the ability to come in there. Um, The charging stations weren't apparent to me right away, but somebody did help show me that they were just along the walls. But, you know, it's dimly lit and there's no windows, so I I didn't notice them right away. Um, But they do also have uh, really nice coffee machines there. Uh, I know the one at uh, Epcot has a Keurig, but this one has the kind that does... Includes hot chocolates and lattes, etc. Cappuccinos, yeah, espresso. Right. Yeah, it has a lot mochas. of options. Yeah,
0: so. uh, it's a it's a really good machine, and we took advantage of that, especially on the cold days. Um, it does still have the the the, the soda machines where mm-hmm. you can do the multiple so, uh, different types of Coca-Cola products, right. and uh, that's great. I think it was a little more crowded than what would normally be in yeah. that lounge. I think a big portion of that. Well, I think a portion of that was people from run Disney people that were right. there. So, you know, there were more DVC members there than usual, but also it was chilly outside. So right. I think more people were looking for a space to go indoors. Right. And so taking advantage of that spot, Which I
1: think was one of our main drivers. <laughs> yes. Too, so. Yes.
0: Uh, but we went there a couple times and love, love, loved it. Mm-hmm. So glad i more DVC lounges in the parks, please. Yeah. Yes, um, for sure. Um, nice. We loved it. It was a really great, time, place to just kind of relax for a few minutes, kind of figure out what we were going to do next and, um, you know, enjoy a nice cup of coffee or soda. Yeah. And we got our Disneyland DVC medallion. That's right. So we, now we have the Walt Disney world and now we have the Disneyland. Mm -hmm. We just need the The, Alani. Alani. Get (laughs) that one. we will be, our set will be complete. So that was it. Um, we said goodbye to our family about Mm -hmm. that point. We had to book it over to LAX to catch our red eye flight back. Um, which was fine. It wasn't the best red eye. It wasn't the worst red eye we've right. ever had. But we got back home, We were and then we recorded that episode last week. Yeah. For but all in all, it was a wonderful, wonderful Disneyland trip. So much fun, so much family, holidays, exciting experiences, new experiences. Mm-hmm. We just had a wonderful, wonderful time.
1: Exactly. And if anybody has any questions related to... Disneyland. At least right now, we're up to date <laughs> on a lot of the things that that have just uh, all progressed. The, all the
0: newer it. parades and shows, but I, right, I, I, right, I, yeah, I,
1: yeah. But uh, well anyways it was good it was a great great (laughs) trip and um
0: just makes us hungry to get back there at some time soon like michelle said if you have any questions about disneyland i know i've heard some people talking i'm looking at you frank cardillo (laughs) yeah uh that uh, talking about getting disneyland if you have any questions um please hit us up yeah because
1: we did matterhorn several times we did yes we did did. love it
0: we love the matterhorn for sure and that is part two of our january 2024 disneyland trip okay now you can see why we broke this up into two parts again long (laughs) So long. But before we get to the Disney stories of the week, we have to talk about our great friend, Nate, with Main Street and more travel. Because let's face it, we all have trips we're thinking about taking in the very near future. Well, if you do, whether it be to Walt Disney World, Disneyland, Disney Cruise, or anywhere in the world beyond, let me tell you, Nate is the certified Disney vacation planner that you are going to want to get in contact
1: with. Oh my gosh, for sure. You know, as we, you know, mention all the time, he really has firsthand knowledge of things so he can really help you plan customize a trip that is going to be the best for you. Answer your questions. It's really concierge level planning that doesn't cost you anything. High end. It
0: is high end stuff that he will help you out with. Answer all your questions. He is there for you to make sure your trip, wherever it may be, be the best it possibly can be. And as Michelle mentioned, no extra cost to you. That's because either Disney or whatever other travel branch that he works through, pays him for you. Your What you end up paying is exactly what you pay. If you did all that work yourself, only you can save that time and just relax and enjoy and let him set it all up for you.
1: Right. And you know what? He may even be able to save you some money from you doing it alone because he is on top of all the deals and steals that are out there.
0: Yeah. I mean, there's never a guarantee, but let me tell you, if there's a discount out there, Nate will find it for you so what you got to do is go to dischipsandmore.com fill out the form there and just contact him
1: talk to him tell him what you want to do and let him get to work for you right so as tom mentioned once you fill out that form nate will be back in touch with you to start that planning but be sure to tell him that tom and michelle sent you yeah
0: again that's nate with main street and more travel all right let's go ahead and get to those disney stories of the week i'm going to get to them very quickly here we learned a lot more details about the new dbc cabins at fort wilderness including why we may be adding yes. on points in the very near future even though we said we weren't going to <laughs> we may be uh this for the disney parks blog they said beginning on july 1st you and your family will have an all new way to stay in the great outdoors with many of the comforts of home in the newest disney vacation club property the cabins at the fort wilderness resort the new cabins will be a relaxing retreat nestled in the scenic woodlands of disney's fort wilderness resort and campground and the first loop will open on july 1st with the second loop opening later in the month and more throughout the year. So your chance to possibly stay there coming up very soon. matter of fact, they came out with the dates that you're going to want to keep in mind. Now, if you're already a Disney Vacation Club member, you will have the chance to buy into the cabins at Fort Wilderness beginning on Thursday, February 1st. You can add on by contacting either your Disney Vacation Club guide or calling sales at 800 500 $39.90, thirty nine ninety and we may be doing that. We'll tell you <laughs> why in a moment on Thursday, February 15 Disney Vacation Club members who have added on points at the cabins can begin to book their stays online there so
1: yeah, just you, two weeks later yeah,
0: if you've bought in, you can start getting
1: those those first few dates booked. Right, and I like that you can book online. I mean yes, you can call member services to book as well, but mm-hmm. um, to be able to right away start booking online is a real convenience that we actually didn't get to do that with the Disneyland hotel Mm -hmm. that, that we had to do by phone.
0: Exactly. And moving on on Tuesday, February 27th, Disney vacation club sales for the cabins at the Fort wilderness resort will open to the general public. So if you aren't a previous DVC owner, that is when your chance to get in and get these cabins will be available to you. Then on March 12th, the if you've purchased at that point the new Disney Vacation Club members will be able to begin booking mm-hmm. your stays at the cabins then on Tuesday April 23rd all Disney Vacation Club members can book stays either online or uh, by calling member services so even if you didn't buy into point Porn- right. to the cabins as of t- April 23rd you will be able to book there now here is exactly why we suddenly Well, not that we suddenly changed. We thought about it for a while, but way we may be edging more towards committing to doing this. They released also, and we got this from our DVC guide, Guide. Mm -hmm. the chart for the point totals for the stays at the cabins Mm -hmm. at Fort Wilderness. They are crazy good for a space that is basically a one bedroom. Right. They range for like, you know, weekdays, during some of the slowest periods 15 points per night up to the weekends of the busiest times we're talking like the holidays or Mm -hmm. spring break that are 32 points a night those are crazy numbers for what i said it was
1: basically a one bedroom place right those are the those are point equivalents to studios in some of the nicer um DVC locations, some of the more primo, you know, like if you are talking Bay Lake Tower, that those are about the ranges you're going to pay for, you're going to use for a studio. So getting, like Tom said, what would be equivalent to a one bedroom. The only thing that they don't have that other one bedrooms have is a washer and dryer. That
0: we know of. It looks like they're not going to have that. Right, this, right. You know? They it's haven't not, had that in the past in the cabins. Right. It doesn't look like they're going to have it. I don't know for sure. We haven't, that's not confirmed yet. Right. But we
1: doesn't look like they're going right. to have a washer yes. and dryer in there. And, but there are washing facilities there at, at the campgrounds. And they use the same system that the other uh, locations use where you can actually see which Before you even go into the room, you can see which of the laundry facilities are available and you can monitor when you're having any of your wash done to see when it's ready so you're not going and checking back and forth, back and forth. So a lot of conveniences. But yeah, it's, it's a really amazing deal for... That amount of space. Yeah,
0: and obviously there are point totals in between that, the fifteen and the thirty-two, right. depending on weekend stay versus weekday stay at various different times right. of year. To, uh, but the, the numbers are really, really Attractive good there. Um, yeah, yeah. And that's why we're like maybe we do need to buy into this because we want to have that chance to be able to book those eleven months in advance. And, right. Because uh, we one we have always loved the cabins, right. um, but two you know that ability. Um, for those point totals may want us to get in there, and with those point totals, they may get booked quickly
1: right uh quite
0: often right so,
1: yeah, I mean, it's also Scott's favorite location uh resort, well, that in Bay Lake Tower, I guess, but um one of his favorite locations, so that's kind of a nice perk and yep. gives us an ability to do a one bedroom with using less points. Yep. So we will probably be looking into that.
0: And we, yes, our bank account will not like us, but it's okay. <laughs> it's okay. Moving on, we received more glimpses into what to expect when Tiana's Bayou Adventure debuts. Uh, this actually came from a story from NOLA.com. However, I went there to get the story and a charge for the story. So I'm going to go to our great friend Nate and his morecom because he also kind of extrapolated that from the nola.com story giving them full credit as well and here's what uh he had to say about it he said exciting times are ahead for disney vacationers and fans alike as we eagerly anticipate the new details about tiana's bayou adventure attraction recently nola.com had the exclusive chance to peek behind the curtains at the construction site and they brought back some tantalizing details that are sure to whet your appetite for adventure He says, from the moment you step into the queue, you're transported into a world where Tiana's culinary dreams have blossomed into a vibrant reality, setting the stage for an experience that is rich in flavor as it is in fantasy. Uh, So here are some of the details that they explain. I'm not going to go through everything in the story because there was a lot Mm -hmm. um, and none of it is 100% confirmed. But the fact that they got in there, I think they're getting some good information. Um, they say the queue itself is an experience to remember. You'll enter through a barn, which serves as the main office for Tiana's Foods. Um, she's taken her culinary schools, uh, skills, apparently, to new heights, and this attraction is set after, of course, the heartwarming events of The Princess and right, the Frog. Yes. Uh, Disney Imagineers have outdone themselves replacing all the faux vegetation from Splash Mountain with plants native to Louisiana. Nice. That's really cool. And let's not forget the animatronics. You'll see, of course, Louis the Alligator and a Critter Band, plus Tiana herself. Apparently, multiple times throughout this attraction, you're going to see Tiana kind of lead you through Mm it, uh, guiding you through the adventure as you search for a missing secret ingredient. And rumor has it that the, and I've seen this in multiple locations, that the Tiana animatronic and some of the various animatronics are going to be more like the new animatronics that we're seeing uh, used at the Frozen.
1: The higher tech.
0: Yep, from uh, Hong Kong Disneyland. Mm-hmm. So not the projection-faced right. animatronics, more of the full-fledged right. animatronics. Yes. So that's good news. Um, if you want to pay for it, go to that NOLA.com store. You can get more details. You can also get them, from again, from Nate at DizTrips and more. Mm-hmm. com. but many people have it. Um, it's going to be cool. I'm really, really excited for this attraction. Yeah,
1: so glad that they're really, you know, Elevating it, not just changing it.
0: Yep, for sure. It's exciting. I can't wait for that to debut. Uh, Hopefully, it should be later this year, Mm -hmm. is what they're saying. Hopefully, that stays on path to happen. Finally, an Imagineer received an incredible honor this Mm -hmm. week. This came from the Disney Parks blog. They said, we're excited to share that Lanny Smoot, the Disney Research Fellow and Imagineer, behind mind-blowing special effects like making Madame Leota float inside the Haunted Mansion... And the state of the art Star Wars lightsabers that you know the ones that came out right. from the hilt themselves. Yes, yes. Um, he is being inducted into the National Inventors Hall of Fame. So cool. Lanny is the first Disney Imagineer to receive this prestigious recognition, and only the second individual from the Walt Disney Company to be inducted. The first being Walt Disney. Wow. Uh, who was honored posthumously for the multiplane camera, which we saw in our tour. right? Yes. Know, here we go. Uh, for over 45 years, Lanny has worked as a theatrical technology creator, inventor, electrical engineer, scientist, and researcher, resulting in an impressive collection of over 100 patents—a mm-hmm. milestone not on, not often achieved by many inventors. 74 of his patents were created during his 25 years at the Walt Disney Company. So, it's incredible, yeah. and what a, what a feat for him! And congratulations—that's right. so amazing and for it's, him. It's, Yeah. It's, he's well rewarded for all the amazing things we've done there he has a long list of things he's done at uh, the disney parks around the world and even on disney cruise line he's done some phenomenal phenomenal things
1: right nice you know and i'm glad that that even an external entity is recognizing yep. his, his skills and, and all the things that he's contributed. Pretty incredible.
0: Only a second person from the Walt yeah. Disney Company right up there with Walt Disney. That's,
1: yeah. That's amazing you stuff. You gotta feel pretty special if you can say only you and Walt have yep. done something. For sure.
0: Definitely true. Definitely true. That's it for the Disney Stories
1: of oh, the I Week. I did do a um, there are some great things happening starting next week with Lunar New Year happening over at Disneyland. Yep. Great stuff going on there. Yes. Yeah, so they, they, you know, every year they do bring out some great uh, activities and dishes. And this year, a lot of new dishes and new beverages to try and some as new well. New character
0: meet and greets. yeah, Including uh, May from Turning Red. Right. Is going to be out there. Um, grading. Guess as yes. well. yes,
1: and it's happening throughout all, so it's not just California Adventure Park that Disneyland's going to have some touches here the the resorts, whether you're talking Disneyland or Disney California adventure, not excuse me Grand California. <laughs> Um, but anyways, and lots of great dishes. So check out our blog,
0: right? For sure. So Michelle had that for you on the blog, lots of good stuff going on. So now that's it for the Disney stories of the (laughs) week. However, we never leave you without giving you some sort of tip that might help you on your next vacation. And when we do this, we always start with Michelle because she's awesome. She's wonder she's all things great in the world. You know, she does the best research. She definitely has the best list. One thing's for sure. She always has the best tips.
1: So let's get to it. Here's Michelle's tip of the week. So my tip is actually just something to try to help you if you're uh, planning a trip and you wanna pre-order Magic Band Plus. And I think there's some confusion sometimes when you're going through the process, especially if not you don't wanna get them for everybody in your group. So let's say you wanna get them for um, yourself, but not your spouse, maybe for your teenager, but not for little ones. And what has to happen is when you're making the, when you're going through the process of purchasing them, you have to make a decision distinguishing what each person is going to do. So you don't have to get them for everybody. There is usually, it's like right under their, uh, their little icon or logo uh, for each person. There is a way that you can hit decline. So you can select the magic band for the people you want decline for the people who you're not going to get them for. Uh, The one thing that you want to really be careful before you finally go through that process is once you hit decline, you can't undo that. I mean, once you put it through, you can't get it undeclined. And once you assign a magic band to somebody, it can't be transferred. So um, just keep those things in mind and make sure you're checking everything before you hit the final purchase key.
0: Very good point and important information for those magic band pluses. That yeah. You, sometimes, you're going to want to get for your trip.
1: Right. I mean, it can get confusing. You know, if, if you're trying to just do it for one person, you're like, why can't I get it to go all the way through? It's because you do have to make the decision for everybody in your reservation party. For Sure.
0: Michelle's tip. Always the best tip. <laughs> My tip. Quickly. Sweet. Simple. The cabins at <laughs> Wilderness. <laughs> we talk them up all the time. This is an amazing deal. If you've ever thought to buying into DVC, this may be the time. You may want to get involved in this because those point for somebody who's many home resorts and looking at point totals all the time, those are crazy good uh, for what you get. High value there. Again, it's expensive, but if you're thinking about it, contact DVC, talk to them, um, find out what it's all about and find out
1: what you could do because
0: that's a really, really
1: Th- those are great. Right, that right. That is a great deal. You know, and don't feel pressured that you have to do it immediately. I don't think they're going to sell out immediately. Um, you know, but if it's something that, like Tom said, if you're considering it, check it out. Yeah.
0: It's worth your time to talk to a DVCA, even if you don't plan. They're not high pressure. Right. Um, talk to them. Find out more about it. Weighs the pros and cons. You can walk away. You don't need to buy that day, and you mm-hmm. can talk to them later, even if you just decide Um it's it's worth your time. Right. It's worth your time. That's it for this week's show. Next week, well, as we mentioned already, we're going out to Epcot for the Epcot International Festival of the Arts. And we also might get a little Disney on Broadway night because hashtag real men love frozen (laughs) and Casey Levy and Patty Murin from Frozen on Broadway are gonna be performing. We have a dining package to go see that. So we're gonna check that out. Almost for sure, and we'll tell you all about it on next week's show. Yeah. So we'll, you'll be all set when you're getting out to the Festival of the Arts, hopefully right. this year before it goes away in only a few weeks. Exactly. As for today's show, we appreciate that you join us today. In the future, you can find us most everywhere you get podcasts. I hope the very best place to find us is on our own website, Hyperion Adventures Podcast.com. Also, we are on social media. We are on Twitter That's- at Hyperion Podcast. Facebook, Instagram, and threads at Hyperion Adventures Podcast. If you are on Facebook, come on over and join us for some good positive Disney energy fun on our Hyperion Adventurers Facebook group. Also, we're on YouTube. There we're at Hyperion Adventures Podcast. And if you ever want to contact us for any reason, please hit us up at our Gmail account, Hyperion Adventures Podcast at gmail.com.
1: Right. And if you like this podcast, please tell a family member or friend to take a listen as well. Yep.
0: Word of mouth is the best way to get information about yeah. this show out. And thank you for listening to another episode of the Hyperion Adventures Podcast. We look forward to sharing some time with you again next week. Until that time, I'm Tom. I'm Michelle. And we hope that you have a magical week. Bye.